Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello everybody and welcome to the seventh episode of our Deutsche Welle Learning by Ear series on children's rights and working for peace. Today we are off to Cameroon and our subject is children who are forced into slavery, both economically and sexually. We are in Akwa, the business district of Douala, Cameroon's economic capital. We are at one of the Cameroonian branches of FEED, the Foundation for Children, Education and Development. This organization has set up a center to look after children in difficult situations and to help educate and train them. Mahi Josi was born in 1992. She never met her father and her mother died when she was just 13. Her life has been precarious ever since. La mort de ma mère, une femme était venue me chercher au village. When my mother died, a woman came to get me in the village. She had promised my mother she would continue to send me to school. But when her husband left her, she became ill and after one school year, she sent me to work in a restaurant. I wasn't paid for my work. I just got the tips that customers gave me. Je gagnais seulement un peu d'argent que les clients me donnaient. Marie Josie had to find another way to make money. A friend of hers suggested one night that she should join her at the Rue de la Joie, which translates as Street of Pleasure. They sat in a restaurant and Marie Josie quickly understood where she was. The two friends started going regularly. J'ai commencé à fréquenter la Rue de la Joie quand j'avais 15 ans. I started going to Rue de la Joie when I was 15. I would go whenever I needed money. If a man gave me some money, We would go into a room next door. If he had lots of money, we would spend the whole night together or go to his place. There was one man who used to invite me to his place for two or three days. Two years later, Marie Jose had given birth to a child conceived with a sexual customer. As opposed to many other young girls who abandoned their babies, she decided to keep her daughter. probably because she had found help at feed when i was pregnant with my daughter i had on radio at home that there were ngos that looked after orphan children since i'm an orphan i found out more and came here to learn a trade je veux être une informaticienne i want to be an it technician and if god helps me one day i'll have my own business center je veux un jour mon business center mahi jose could choose between various professions IT, hairdressing, sewing, electricity or car mechanics. We are on the road to Ndokoti to PK12, 12 kilometers east of the town center. Here, Feed also has a center for orphans and vulnerable children. The building is empty at 5 p.m. The children have gone home. We have to walk 10 minutes to find Glen, a young girl the NGO looks after. Glen is cleaning. She has short hair and is wearing a pink dress. She appears younger than she is. When the NGO representative tells her about us wanting to interview her, she bursts into tears. Her mother died of HIV/AIDS and she never met her father. She takes time to talk about the hell she has gone through. When she lived with her aunt, she was abused by her uncle. I was at home doing housework. He was there sleeping. 
He got up and then threatened me with a machete. I said I didn't want to, but he threatened me and raped me. I tell other girls of my age to be very careful. Another uncle, Victor, looked after Gillen. He registered a complaint with the police against his niece's rapist. We are now at the headquarters of Aseja. This NGO is dedicated to children and teenagers in distress in Yaoundé, Cameroon's capital. This is where we met Jules Marcel. My name is Jules Marcel. I'm 16. My mom put me in a rubbish bin when I was born, and I was adopted by nuns. When I was seven, they decided to sell me to a man. He bought me for 500,000 francs. That is about 760 euros. One day, Jules Marcel fell ill. His boss sold him to another man whom the young boy served until his new owner died. His heirs chose not to keep Jules Marcel in their service. I spent two months on the streets at first. I slept outside. One day, a man, the village chief, took me. I worked for him as a slave. I had no time to rest. I worked from 6 in the morning to 11 at night. I couldn't go to bed until everyone else had gone to bed. I had to wait, and then I had to guard the door because I was also the watchman. Jules Marcel was able to find refuge at the NGO thanks to a chance encounter with a man who was worried about him. The misery of children is also tangible in the Anglophone northeastern part of Cameroon in the region of Bali. 16-year-old Sandrine is holding a baby in her arms. Although it's her baby, she doesn't know who the father is. When she was a small girl, she cleaned for a lady. When she had finished primary school, her boss decided she could start working full-time. Sandrine was 10 years old. So any 5 o'clock, I was getting in the morning and jacking. So every morning I had to get up at 5 o'clock, do the cleaning, prepare breakfast for the children and bring them to school before 8 o'clock. I was selling soup, selling food, and then went to work in the fields. I had to do the laundry and make sure her husband had eaten something before going to get the children from school. This woman had promised my mom she would pay me, but she never did. In the end, she told me to fend for myself, and that's how I ended up roaming around until I got pregnant with this child. Then she kicked me out. Back in her home village, Sandrine was taken in by Nkumu Fedfed. Young people can receive training here and also do therapeutic music and theater. They sing and act out scenarios to help overcome their traumas. Today, some 6,000 children, most of them victims of sexual exploitation, have been rescued by NGOs and other institutions such as the International Labour Organization, the U.S. Embassy and the Cameroonian government. To help these young people in distress, Cameroonian NGOs are trying to warn the political authorities and alter public opinion. This is what Aseja does. Xavier Zingui is the Secretary General. He explains that his organization works in three phases, identifying young people in distress, rehabilitating them by offering professional training, and then reintegrating them into society. 
This means that these children have learned something. They exercise their profession and are integrated into a family. It's only at this stage that we can be proud that we've reached our goal. But we don't stop there. We follow things through to make sure that the children don't fall, that they don't end up in a state of vulnerability again. Despite the efforts of the NGOs, prostitution and the exploitation of children are far from being eradicated in Cameroon. The International Labour Organization Office in Central Africa has published a map which shows that many children, boys and girls alike, take the sea route to West Africa, crossing Cameroon to get to Gabon or Equatorial Guinea. More than once, West African ships trafficking children have sunk in Cameroonian waters. There are children from Cameroon and abroad. Some are victims of sexual exploitation, others are used as servants in shops or on plantations. These are exhausting and traumatizing experiences which impede the children's physical growth, their health, their mental development and their future as free adults. This report was written by Henry Fotso in Cameroon. Learning by ear is over for today, but you can hear the programs broadcast by Deutsche Welle again by going to our website at www.dwworld.de forward slash LBE. Thanks for being with us, and don't forget to tune in next time. <laughs>